0: Thanks for listening to the Bethel Church Podcast. We hope this episode inspires you, builds your faith, and gives you perspective on how God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. You know, this um, Christmas is a really special time. You know, we we tend to think of it as celebrating uh, baby Jesus, you know, sweet baby Jesus. But the truth is, the Bible says that uh, the Word became flesh and uh, dwelled among us. In one translation it says that uh, the Word became flesh and it moved into our neighborhoods. And now, we like to think that that was a, a real sweet, tender thing. But the truth is, is that when Jesus stepped on the scene, it was a little abrasive to everybody. We like to pick on the religious crowd that they had an issue with Jesus. But if you read scripture, the disciples, the followers of Jesus had an issue with Jesus. It, it wasn't just this sweet, beautiful, perfect thing. He lived among them. He ate with them. He talked with them. He hung out with them. And when they saw theology Come from heaven and walk around them. It was not what they thought it was going to be. Everybody had their toes stepped on. Everybody, the religious, the followers alike, were throwing red flags. He was suspect of them. Just to be honest with you, Jesus was a disappointment. He wasn't what they had expected. When everyone else wanted to hold people's face in the law, Jesus chose to show grace. How many of you thankful that he chose to show grace? When everyone else wanted to be served, he came on the scene and said, I am actually a suffering servant. When the followers wanted to be great and mighty, Jesus said, no, actually you need to be little to be significant in the kingdom of God. He turned the world upside down. And it wasn't just the things he said and did. It was even the way he came to this earth. Out of, Isaiah says, the stump of Jesse. With people who are prostitutes in his lineage. And if you open up the the Gospels and you read the lineage of Jesus, you'll see that the Bible doesn't gloss over any of those people. He was born in a no-name town, in a no-name stable, in a food trough. You know, I want to ask you this morning what would it be like if Jesus just rolled up in your house this morning you know in a situation kind of similar to this probably not inside in a church with lights in Mark chapter 10 Jesus he was ministering and, and, and the Bible says that they that they started bringing children to him that he might bless them now I want y'all to imagine this, Jesus, the Son of God, word in the flesh, he was, he was ministering to people and all of a sudden, all these mamas and daddies started bringing, can I get a volunteer real quick, who wants to, come here, come here, they started, can I pick you up? No, no. okay, too far, all right, we'll just pretend, so they, they started bringing, and they were like Jesus, 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 bless my child, bless my child, bless my child, and you know what the disciples did? They did. Now, hold on real quick. Who are we in the story? We're the disciples. They, they said, no, 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 no. no! Get these kids away from him. The disciples rebuked them, but when Jesus saw it, he was what? Now, you can have a seat. You're, you're great. You're, you do a great job acting as a child. You're awesome at it. You're a natural. When we read a story like this, where all of us are like, oh, I see myself in Jesus right there because I would never have rebuked them. But no, we're not Jesus in this story. Jesus is Jesus. We're we're the disciples who just oftentimes missed it and didn't get it. So they rebuked him. But when Jesus saw it, he was indignant and he said to them, let the children come to me. Do not hinder them for to such belongs the kingdom of God. And then he says something pretty powerful. He said, truly, I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child shall not enter it. And he took them in his arms and he blessed them, laying his hands on them. Now, I'm not real sure what what the issue the disciples had. I don't know. Why did they not want the kids? Maybe they didn't think the kids were uh, like real ministry. I don't know what the deal was. But we know that they had an issue. And we know that Jesus wasn't okay with the way they were treating the kids. And, you know when you look at this you got to ask yourself like what was the point Jesus was trying to make and the point was this he said that unless you receive like a child so what is it about children that honestly we are all in this mindset if you have a kid you're always waking up in the morning thinking all right what can i teach them now anybody taught this morning to put the lid on the toothpaste Anybody taught to be an adult not a kid hit the toilet not the lid Yeah, you've been taught that before yeah But the Bible says Jesus says that adults we can learn something from them too How many of you want a gift right now you'd like a gift okay, how many of you children would like a gift right now? All right. Come here, dude. Come here. Yeah, you man Son that fade is looking nice. Did you just get that done? Yes, Who's your barber? Okay, it looks good. There you go. There's a gift. Thank you for raising your hand, man. That was good. Now, I want y'all to notice something. This is exactly what Jesus was, was teaching us. I asked about 300 adults who wants a gift, and one of you raised your hand. I turned around and asked the kids, and this was not planned. They didn't know. And almost every single one of them raised their hand. You can go have a seat. Y'all give him a hand. Yeah, that was awesome. That's what Jesus said that we can learn. I tell y'all I got a gift and I know what some of y'all are thinking. Am I going to have to get up in front of people? Oh, he's about to play me. His, that's going to be one of them times where he asks people to come up to the front and then he just says something like Jesus. Doesn't even really give him a gift. That's going to be one of those moments where where there are strings attached. How many of you, you were thinking? You know, deep down on the inside, there was like a little kid that wanted to just raise your hand. You, you were like, I want a gift. I want a gift. I want a gift. But you, were, you knew that there was going to be a what, a catch to it, right? So, what is it about kids that we can learn? It's not that they're innocent. I mean, they might look innocent. But I think I got some parents that'll tell you they're not as innocent as... I'll be honest with you, some of y'all don't even look innocent. All right. Says the the people pointing fingers. I'm talking to you. Is it because they just have so much (laughs) self-control? The the kids workers are on the front row saying no. Look, I heard it. Get in line. Be quiet. Keep your hands to the self. Stop biting. Stop kicking. Stop licking. That happens. You'd be surprised what you have to tell kids not to do. It's not not because they're innocent. It's not because they have amazing self-control. It's because they're really good at something that we're trying to teach them not to be this season. They're the best gift receivers in the room. It is more blessed to give than it is to receive, but before you can give, you got to have something first. And these guys behind me, let me tell you what. They are professional gift receivers. And how many of you have already been told what they want for Christmas? Let me see. Wait, They've already been telling you what, what they want, right? And they change their mind about every day, don't they? Yes, every 30 minutes. But the older we get, the less we get like this because nothing in this world is free. You got to work for everything, right? But you know, that's not true. The Bible says that the gift of Jesus is absolutely free. And you know what that does to us adults? It rubs us the wrong way. Because that means that we've got to lay down all of our religious accolades and the things that we've done to be right with God. It means that somebody who has lived their entire lives doing right and spitting white could bust hell wide open just like someone who has committed every single crime in the book. It means that the one who has their stuff together can stand shoulder to shoulder with the one who doesn't have their stuff together right here in this altar and be seen in the same way in God's eyes because the gift is free. So put up your wallets, you can't buy it. Put up your work log. You can't work for it. It's absolutely free. This is what we need to be like. Fidgety. (laughs) Ready for this guy to be quiet. So that you can go get your free gift. The gift of Jesus is free this morning. And it's always been hard to receive because of that, because it's free. And this morning, I want to tell you, the gift of Jesus is free. Stop trying to earn it. Stop trying to work for it. Stop trying to get your life cleaned up before you come to Jesus. It's like washing before you get in the shower that's why he came he did not come for those that were well he came for those that were sick so it's expected for you to show up and need somebody to change you from the inside out the gift of Jesus is free it's free just receive just receive is that all there is to it I know I know you're looking for the strings attached I know you're trying to figure out how many times you need to attend every month for you to be saved the answer is zero because when he gets a hold of you all the things that you're trying to do to get in a right relationship He's going to do it naturally inside of you. Will you stand with me this morning? These kids did too good of a job. You presented the message of Jesus. too good for us to just not finish the story, to not finish the gospel. Jesus came. He came in the most unlikely of ways so to reach me, to reach you, to give us a gift that was free. But this baby became a man, and he did what we couldn't do. He lived a righteous life and he went to a cross and he died for your sin he died for my sin and then when he came back to life three days later the check that he wrote it cleared the bank And so you and me can be in right relationship with God. Quit working for it. Quit trying to earn it. Quit trying to do this and do that. The Bible just says, receive the gifts. It's by grace, through faith, that we are saved. It's not by our works. It's 100% free. I want to ask you, if you're here this morning, you do not know Jesus Christ as your Savior. You are not in right relationship with God. I'm going to ask you just to slip your hand up right where you are. Come on. Anybody, anywhere, you say, that's me. I feel the spirit of God convicting me, drawing me to be saved, to receive the gift of God. This is what scripture teaches us. That if we confess that Jesus is God's son and that God rose him from the grave, that we can be saved. You don't have to turn in circles four times and go to Sunday school. The Bible says you confess with your mouth that Jesus is God's son and that he rose from the dead and you will be saved. As you leave today, if the Spirit was drawing you to be saved, I would tell you this, don't waste conviction. Talk to someone that you came with. Heck, you can hang around. I'll be around here. We got a pretty long while before the second service starts. I would love to talk to you. How many of you would say, if somebody needs to talk, they can come talk to me right now as soon as the service is over. Lift up your hands. See, these are people. Look at all these people around here that would love to talk to you about what it means to follow Jesus, but it's absolutely free. For those of you that are following Jesus already, I want to challenge you with something as you leave. Every good gift that God has to give us is still absolutely free even after salvation. As I look at some of your faces, I would tell you this. The burden that we're supposed to be carrying as believers should be light. If it's not light, we're not carrying it the right way. I feel like many of us even here right now are trying to earn things that have already been paid for. If you're a follower of Jesus Christ you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And as you leave and you celebrate Christmas could you do me a favor and put down your spiritual checklist and start Stop aiming and stop working and stop striving and just start being who Jesus says you are. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And that was free. Can we pray? Well, we hope you've been encouraged today. For more information about who we are, or if we can pray for you or serve you in any way, please reach out and connect with us. You can check us out online at Bethelchurch.info. Join us next week as we continue to grow together in God's Word.